Yo. Sorry. That was pathetic. Yo. 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 Welcome. That was not actually my voice. Sometimes you think that I, you know, I actually use multiple voices depending on the mood I'm in. It depends what comes out of me. Sometimes you don't know what volcano, volcano act. I actually meant to say volcanic. That's why I try to augment the ending to sort of land nicely into that word, but it didn't actually work. So when you've got volcanic sort of emotion inside you, it erupts and you don't know how it will come out. However, uh, that's nothing to do with what I'm talking about because today I am lucky enough to have a few minutes and it may be less, it may be more, we don't know, of time with... Me. That's Louis, by the way. Now, um... No, it's not as crazy. You're a star, by the way. Thank you. Have you seen A Star Is Born? No, but I literally want to see it so bad, but I'm going to cry if I do watch it and I love all the songs. Same here. I, I actually um, find myself going back to on YouTube to watching. You can kind of get a feel of the film if you watch those YouTube uh, videos of the songs. So they've done a good job. It makes me want to cry. Emotion is what I want to talk to you about, young lady. Now, I'm going to hand the... Um, when I looked... But by the way, last time me and you talked, uh, I listened back. I always like to hear the sound of my own voice um, and just fast forward the bits when you were talking. And uh, what I found is that I actually often interrupted you far too early. Mm-hmm. I gave myself feedback. And so now I'm going to let you sort of... I mean, literally, I want to see a star being born in front of me as you talk in a minute. Now, what I want to talk to you about is I am on a bit of an emotional roller coaster this year for me. I know this bit for you is somewhat boring, but I'm just going to give you a little bit of an update as to what people who might still be listening or might not be listening to the blog because it could be that no one listens and I just pretend in my head that I feel like people are listening but I certainly tell you that people are listening and I've been on an emotional roller coaster where I've literally gone from feeling like I wasn't really aware of what the hell I was really doing in life anymore by the way you get to that by about 40 so don't worry you've got a few years before you get there and then I started to rationalize that actually this drive I had to build the greatest biggest ever business at all costs was still in me but I felt like there was something more I was looking for. I've started to realise, and as you may or may not go, I go weekly to a a lady called Deba, who's my therapist, and we just sit in a room, like essentially like me and you do now, and she helps me think through my thoughts and my emotions and helps me to understand uh, how to be better. Soon it'll be you, by the way. Yesterday, I have to say, and I have to say this because I know, it had such a profound effect on me yesterday because she helped me understand that the error of my ways in terms of the way I interact with my little family. I Let me just give you a baseline uh, understanding here. My God, if you could see Gracie now, she's wonderful, by the way. She might as well be asleep. She's so bored. <laughs> but that's because she doesn't understand. She, sorry, you do understand. To say you don't understand would be an understatement. You understand everything. That's why I actually love you. But I have not been, I have not been emotionally uh, capable of knowing how to interact properly in a family environment. It does not to say I don't love you, but it absolutely has said that I've taken for granted the concept of a family because I've been at work all the time. Is Am I often at work? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna. So, but what I'm gonna say to you now is that I tried to explain it to Mum last night, and I say try. I meant I did. Me and her had about an hour and a half chat last night, um, just talking very deeply about the fact that we are. Or I am. This is a proper change. This is not like one of my many changes over life. This is my proper change where I've understood that what I actually want is to understand balance in terms of I still want to be driven by building a great business, but I don't want that to be at the detriment to my relationship with you, Louis, Peter, and Mum. And what I'm seeing right now is. I personally feel like I'm seeing me making a big effort and seeing you lot react in a slowly 
but surely weigh. And remember not to just hold it like that so you can actually, and remember to talk so you can don't touch anything. And talk into that bit, by the way, like it's a microphone. Um, I mean, when, like, Daddy um, was at, like, home normally, he used to be home, like, around 6.30 or 7 o'clock, maybe. And my, my mum used to be like, OK, you're home, but you're not home because you're on your phone, you're doing work stuff, you're, you're in your bedroom, you're not doing stuff, you're not actually home, and there's, like, no point in you being home. And then the last, like, week or so, maybe two weeks, I'm not sure, my mum's taken my dad's phone away, and he's only allowed to listen it to use it for work like actually at work he's allowed to use it and at home he's not allowed to use it except for music but he's charlie he like creeps in on that but like everyone notices that because he doesn't have his phone he's like literally bored so he's always like cleaning up now like literally he didn't have his phone and i was just staring i was just sitting on the table playing with something and he was sweeping the garden <laughs> like I'm just saying that for us, it's, it's there's no point sweeping the garden because it's, a bunch of leaves are just going to come down because our garden is like full of leaves. So <clears throat> it was a good idea, but it really did not be needed to be done because he didn't actually put the leaves in a bag, so they're just going to go around the garden again. <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't matter. But like now he doesn't have his phone. He's back. And he's actually interacting. He's, like, not going upstairs just to sit on his bed or do stuff. He's, like, actually interact... Interact... How do you say the word? Interact. That word. Interacting. Interacting. So, like, he's helping my brother with his homework. I mean, he used to do that, but, like, he used to be on his phone still. So, yeah, he's just got, like, way better at actually... Like, I'm not saying he never used to help, but, like, now it's literally like he's never... It's like he's never been on his phone. Thank you very much. That's a, I think that's that's a good playback of what I feel I'm seeing. And this is what I tried to explain to mum last night. I think she is a little bit worried that she's seen many attempts at change in the past and actually I've probably disappointed her in the fact that... Um, well, in fact, I think I've changed so many times like a chameleon that what mum basically said is that she's not necessarily willing to make changes towards our relationship because she doesn't want to let me in in quite the same way. She doesn't want to basically be hurt by the fact that I eventually, like she said yesterday, she's worried that she knows me and that I'll be driven again so much so that something will happen in the few weeks, few months, few years where I want to do and build something again. I'll go all in on it and, and I'll be leaving. I, I sort of won't be aware and around you. But what I've said to mum last night is that because through, through therapy, through talking through these things, I've realised that actually what I genuinely crave, and I think you might like this and might be able to pick up a bit on this, is love. Is love. If you could see her now, she would be uh, frowning in a sort of... Oh my God, here we go again. But love is what I, love is what I actually crave. I thought I, I do want success, but what success means for me is other people telling me that I've done well, right? You've done well. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. That, but no, but in a sort of, like, people who reach out to me and say that something you've done has had an impact on me, a profound impact on me, and, and perhaps it's inspiration, perhaps it's just given them reassurance that where they're going is right, or just... Or just, I don't know, just, there's just this vibe. And I get, and people tell me, and then I've, what I crave is love. And you lot, and because I haven't let you lot into my life over the last 10 years, um, properly, properly, because I've been so absorbed in work, I haven't had the love. No, but what happens is he's constantly, constantly wanting stuff, like love. And we're like, we give it to you. We just can't give it to you 24-7. It's like, I love you. And we have to go, I love you back. 
and if he does, you go, why do you not love me? And you're like, seriously. I think the word love, uh, you, I, I absolutely admit that I've probably gone a bit too much <laughs> in terms of just saying the word love. I don't actually mean I want you to tell me you love me. What I want is, is this word that I've been talking to my therapist yesterday about is intimacy. What does intimacy mean to you? Um, I do not even know what it means. So, so what does it mean? Okay, let me try to describe. So intimacy is a word that somebody sort of asked me about what I thought about the word. And I actually had the same reaction to you. I don't really think I've ever thought about it. But intimacy isn't me saying, hey, I love you. It's actually what happened. What were you doing a minute ago when we were just watching that little film? What were you doing? I was telling you to put your mug on my chest because it was really warm. Oh, but you, but, but you were lying on me. Uh, well, not lying on you, but yeah. Well, you were exactly lying on me. Yeah. <laughs> you actually couldn't have lied on me more. In fact, I couldn't breathe. But that, for me, that's it's it's a for me it's a physical, but also just a more it's a more of a an emotional connection between two people. And I like it when you do that. You did it once. I talked here about a time where you came up to me and just gave me a hug because you thought I was sad, and it meant so much to me. Well, you don't normally just sit in. The, I'm not joking. Sit in the middle of the floor on a stool. Well, not like a baby stool, but like a stool. Closing your eyes and listening to music. I mean, he does normally do that, but that was just a bit odd, I thought. But you came up to me and gave me a really nice hug. Mm. Right, uh, I'm, I know that I'm Operation Lose. No, not yet. I just have a few more questions. Then you can go and you can go. I know you're going to get your nails done, aren't you? How old are you? I'm 10. Well, now I'm banning that. Now I'm back in town. There's rules. Sit here. Sit here. So, okay. One thing that really hit me the other day, and you might have a good... I can't get Louis on this. He's like mum. He won't come on this. He's exactly like his mum. You're like me. You will basically... You're I'm a... way... <laughs> I can't think of the word. I, I, am I done? Uh, uh, I'm sen- more sensible. More sensible? That, mm. um, yeah, I'm not sure why being sensible would mean that you're more likely to come on the podcast, though. I think you're less shy. No, I'm he's, sensible. He's super shy. You just want to be a star. He said, right, when we met up on Winter Wonderland yesterday, or two, a couple of days ago, he, Louis commented, I like being, I like it that we're doing thing, more things as a family. Did you hear him say that? Yeah. What do you think he means? It. But he goes, now, Louis seems to really be enjoying the fact that we are coming together more connected recently because I'm more aware of, of my, my actions and how they have a negative effect no, on you. No, because like, normally you would be like at at Winter Wonderland and you'll be on your phone 24-7 trying to see what would be on but like now you actually have to use your brain well uh, you know what <laughs> I'm, I'm connecting I'm, I tried to explain this to mum last night that I actually don't know I ha- it's not insane to understand or to believe that I actually don't know how properly to love it, as in like really go deep the, thing, the very thing I wanted is, which is love was actually right in front of me under my nose it was you three um and I was kind of like so desperate to succeed that I was kind of, it was all, all costs. I had to succeed. I had to have other people that I don't even know think that I've done well at the detriment of my relationship with you. I just, I, at the moment, I literally wake up. Obviously, I like to drink a lot of coffee, which makes me feel amazing. Break fluid, the greatest coffee. Now, do you like break fluid? No. That's an ad break. Uh, it's not really, but I thought you would say so. No, no, I, I don't like coffee, so. Louis actually likes the smell, by the way. Yeah, he's weird. He's literally sat on the sofa saying, oh, Dada, can you just throw some coffee on it? I'm like, what? He likes his mouth. He's like me. 
Uh, well, he's not actually. But no, ironically, disgusting. so I've nearly finished now because I can then go off and talk oh, about. But thank you very much for coming down here. I just, but I just wanted to. I tried to explain to Mum last night that what I need, I am making massive, massive changes right now, and one of them is that actually my eyes are open to the just how little I did about the house. I was, I wouldn't say I'm lazy, but I literally was in the house and I wasn't seeing. The fact that I was literally doing nothing. I mean, it's quite embarrassing now. I look back at just how vacant I've been. Everything. She does. Tries to help everybody every time, and she just needs a break sometimes. Exactly, and that's what I want to give her. And you know what? I'm starting to see. I basically what I've. This is what I said to to Lise last night. I want to have the be- I want to have the best relationship with you three that I can ever have. I want to basically die knowing that I. Um, that we we extracted the most love out of these out of ourselves. Is that a good a good aim to have? Yeah. You don't seem that excited. Just don't die. Yeah. Just don't die on us. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. But um, okay. Thank you very much. You've been awesome. Uh, can you keep? You remember? Um, I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you for sitting in my lap. That's right. See you later. Anyway, thank you very. Gracie's off now. Uh, excuse me. You're doing a daddy, leaving the cup on the floor and for someone else to pick it up. Uh, well, Excuse now, me. If you're not on your phone, you could pick it up. <laughs> That's very true, actually. I'm joking. I could. Joking? You're joking. Oh, shut up. Now you just embarrass your whole... You've embarrassed yourself to the whole world. The best joke. Wait, just give them a bit of a... Uh, just an insight into that joke. Just in case other dads or mums want to be as funny as me. Well, first, you're not exactly the funniest person in the universe. Second, do not do it. It's the thing that everybody hates. If you say a word that has any sort of, like, two... Uh, I think it's syllables. Two it? syllables, yeah. Um, he will go like this. So if you said, oh, my gosh, can we go to the cinema? He'll go, do you want to go to the cinema? Are you joking? It is... Um, so annoying, and joking? I literally am telling my friends when they come over, do not say joking, because I always will go, are you Joseph King? I'm like, <laughs> shut up, okay? So I literally am telling all my friends, do not, wow, um, do not say that word. Well, thank you very much for joking. Oh, wow, look who's coming down. Ah! It's like, it's almost as if we've attracted a prairie dog. Can you close the door, Grace? Thank you. Hello. Hello, Daddy. Come and sit down. Why? Come and sit here. I want to play. You can play, but just as it's still recording. Could you I say who you are? My thing. I'm Louie. And how old are you? Seven. Oh, you, we were just talking about you. Were you? We talked about you because we. I remember a few days ago at Winter Wonderland, you said to us all that you like family time. I think you said mm-hmm. that. What? And tell me about that. Well, why, why did you say that? We always, we've always been a family, haven't we? I know, but you don't spend much time with us. Am I cha- uh, do you see a change in me now? Yeah, because you're not having your phone. Is it, is it actually that? Because I'm trying to help other people understand perhaps the bad effects of phone. Is it the phone, do you think? Is that the difference, me not using my phone? Yeah. Now you've not used your phone, you get to spend more time with us. But you still have to go to work, but that's okay because you have to go to work. But do you like it more? Is it important for you that we're a family? Yeah. Because it seems like me and you have got a bit closer in the last few weeks. Yeah. Is that because of my, is it because of my phone? 
Um, yes, basically, I oh. think. Well, do you know what? <laughs> These are things that I've remembered in the last two weeks. One, you fell asleep with me. Uh, you fell asleep when I was reading to you. <laughs> two, we had two family films where you, it was really good films and you actually were hugging me the whole time. And three, you said yesterday, you said to all of us, you sort of said, I really like being a family. Yeah. Is it important for you? Yeah. Is it important for you to, for me to be a bit more present? Mm-hmm. Why is that, do you think? What does present mean? Oh, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> like, be actually with you and actually, not just physically, but actually talking to you and actually mm-hmm. not being on my phone, actually yeah. sort of helping you. Yeah. Is it important? <laughs> yeah. Do you think it will help you grow up to be better? Yeah. Hmm, that's a bit sad that I wasn't doing that before. Was I not doing that before? Yeah. What was I doing before? It's because when you, last time when you have your phone, uh, that means you don't get to spend much time with us because you're always sitting in your bed texting people. It's really boring and annoying. And uh, like you never get to spend time with me when you've got your phone. And have you seen... Oh, I'm, so, I'm really sorry about that. That's, you know what... But now, but now it's better because you, Mummy's banned your phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, I talked to Mum about the fact that I wanted to make some big changes in my life, that I've, I've woken up to realise that I used to love my work so much, and I still do love my work, but I used to think that, I, I need to. I need to make sure that the work is so good, and I have to be there all the time. And and I and I. But what I've realised is actually what I want to learn how to do better is be a better dad to you. Yeah. Can you give me some top to any tips that will help me sort of become a better dad? Uh. <laughs> what sort of things do you like doing with me? Going out. Yeah. Well, we've got um, some time together in a minute. Because right now, I was thinking of... Because I've got so many animals, I wanted to play with you. Okay. On the table. That's a good idea. You know, I like being on the Sorry. table because I don't have to, I can't cross legs like you can. <laughs> so if, if I'm sitting at the table, it's a lot legs. easier. No, and another thing I wanted to put, like, soil. I mean, put the animals everywhere and they can attack. Soil? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to like clean that up and, afterwards. No, but it's going to be a little bit. Okay, okay. And, like, something there so the lines can be in it. Can I say uh, thank you for coming down here? Because it, I didn't think you would come and be on the podcast. Mm. What made you come down? I don't know. <laughs> I you... just felt a bit bored. Oh, is that the only, reason, the only reason you're coming to be on my podcast? Is because you're bored? Yeah. What? <laughs> I wanted but to do something. You've been bored before, though. So <laughs> it was nice that you're sitting on my lap just sitting next to me. So I am, I'm telling you now, and I think you've seen a reason, that because I'm not using my phone at home, that is actually making me understand that it's really good to feel connection to your baby boy. <laughs> Did, was there a time a few weeks ago where I kept on telling you I loved you all? I don't know why. Gracie told me that I always kept on saying I love you and she got bored of it. I did, kind of. It's a bit annoying as well. What do you mean it's a bit annoying? Yeah, it's a bit annoying. Well, we know you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I love you. Well, yeah, but now I'm making a real effort. You know what? I'm going to help. I'm going to be about much more oh, present. I'm going to help you. Uh, can you just tell me one more thing? What? The one more thing I just wanted to talk about our superpowers. We've both got superpowers. Oh. Don't tell anyone! No, you can tell. <laughs> What's our superpowers? Dyslexic. And what does that mean? Dyslexic makes you feel like good and it makes you be a really good artist and I really love making and doing stuff I don't really like going on screens that much you think you used to think you like screens but, but actually, you're I a like, maker I like looking at screens and then I get an idea from the screen so phones can be good can't they yeah. but not if just sitting there playing mindless games yeah like I don't, I don't like Minecraft and like all that 
No. Do you Stupid like do you like uh, this really good game called Monument Valley? Yeah. <laughs> Who made that? You. Oh wow, God, what an amazing! But you. I'm Rail Trail. Yeah, exactly. But dyslexia is that is that something you found dyslexia. out about recently? Dyslexia. Oh, sorry, dyslexia. 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 That's. When you say it, you're like dyslexia, but it's, you are dyslexic. That's it. <laughs> but do you feel okay about that? Yeah. Because I, you know what? It's a bit weird being different to other people because when you're dyslexic, you're really good at art, but sometimes you're not. But mostly, you're really good at art, and it's made me just feel so happy. I'm glad I've always wanted to be like an artist. Mm, so it gives you confidence that you, yeah, you. I've you always understand. wanted to make a robot, so I always collect millions of pieces of metal, but I've got no idea how to put the wires in. You know, one thing I would love to do, and I don't. Maybe there's a plug listener out there that actually knows that has a workshop. But I was thinking, what my favorite your, thing? Your friends makes robots. Uh, my friend, actually, one of my friends that used to work at Usto, he's gone to work in America in a robot factory, Crazy. like the future robot. But what I was saying is, I like, don't what, want to work in a factory. I want to work, work on my own, probably. Yeah, in your own workshop. workshop. You've got a workshop, haven't you, at the yeah. back of the house? Yeah. In the garden, on your own. You often go down the end of the garden on your own. I know. What, what do you do in there? Stuff. I just make stuff. There's millions of, like, boxes. There's, like, sticks, there's glue, there's scissors, string, pins, like, like parts of a computer. I like, everything. You're a real good maker. I, you know what? The thing that I'm not a, very, I'm not a particularly hands-on maker. And that's not to say I can't get better at it, but I've spent yeah, my... but you're more like a sporty person. You're like runner. That's true. And also at work, I've got lots of... There's lots of people there that actually know how to do it, which means I don't have to do it. But one more thing before you go. Um, when you found out about... We're, we're both dyslexic. Because, because you found out you were dyslexic, that was part of the reason why I've learned how to be a better dad. Do you know why? Because I talked to my, my therapist, who's someone I just speak to every week to help me be a better person. And she helped me understand what it was like when I was dyslexic, when I found out when I was younger. Because when I was younger, I found out I was dyslexic about eight. And you're nearly eight, aren't you? I'm nearly eight. So we found out that we're dyslexic at the same time. If you, the only thing, if you don't find out you're dyslexic, that's really bad because you're just going to be bad at everything forever. Well, I think you just, no, yeah, you'll be... Dyslexic, you're really bad at reading and spelling. Are you bad at reading and spelling? Yeah. You know, you're getting better. It just takes you longer to understand. I'm reading, but I'm still very bad at spelling. Yeah, I'm, I was... Do you want basically get seven out of ten. <laughs> seven out of ten? I said it's pretty good, mate. Or maybe one. One is not as good as seven. That's certainly true. But I work, you know that I'm I'm my dyslexic. Teacher, you're dyslexic. My teacher knows, so she helps me a lot. She lo- she makes sure so I get more time to work on something. And more time to work on like writing my stories. Seems like you're much happier than you used to be. I'm always later. Come sit here one second. You, me, and you used to have a bit of a fractured relationship, didn't we? Like we would wind each other up, wouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> is that because you were frustrated because you didn't know you were dyslexic, and then you were trying no, to tell us something? Just get sometimes when I do everything at the same time and when I don't have anything to do. Okay, and then you, but you used to not... So like right now I do have something to do, but I'm doing this right now. You're doing <laughs> this. Okay, one well, last thing. I've, I've noticed a big change in you recently. I think like, you go to bed when you're asked to go to bed now. You actually... You I don't, you don't say no all the time anymore. You used to say no to me all the time a few months ago. Like no. anything I say to you. No, no, no. <laughs> I would say, Dad, Louis, can you put your shoes on? You just look at me and then you just ignore me. No. <laughs> How do you think that made me feel? Annoyed. <laughs> but that was when I was about six or five. But we, I think we're learning together. We talk a lot more now, don't we? I'm seven, yeah. Yeah, and I think, I just feel like, I, th- I can actually see that the changes that I'm making and not, like, for example, not using my phone, which is a major reason, is actually having a positive effect on us as a group. Is it the major reason? Yeah. Is it really? No. Wow. Okay, buddy. So, uh, 
Thank you very much for coming down. You're Anything more to say? No. I don't think. Okay. Right. So. Okay, I'll bring. It up. I'll bring that. Up. That's actually that. That is actually the toolbox. Tool that's the toolbox that we. Oh, I thought it was mine. I got it for my birthday. That's oh. mummy's. This is mummy's. Where's mine? mine? You don't have one. Because <laughs> I'm a non-doer. You're a doer. I'm a donter. Right. I'm going to finish up this plug now, and then I'm going to come up, and we're going to do stuff. Okay. So, can you bring that up? Yeah, I'll bring that up. I want to, like, bring it up right now. Okay, you can take it. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Wait there. Wait there. Wait there. Wait, stop. Oh, my gosh. Oh so, it's okay. The emotions that are inside me, uh, that's just like, oh, I'm not getting annoyed anymore. Can you close the door after you? Okay. Legend. Anyway, anyway. That was interesting. That was great. I mean, I mean, what is amazing to me, and it may not seem in any way amazing to you, of course, <laughs> is that that... <clears throat> I mean, it helped that I have, when I came down this morning, Louis happened to be watching f like a film about the Serengeti and about lions. But that literally felt like a, a sort of lion that you've been scouting out in the safari for so long finally comes up to you and sort of eats from your palm of your hand. I, the crazy thing and the thing I'm trying, the crazy for me and not for anyone else, is that I am live changing in a way that I've actually, that I'm consciously changing. I've changed so much over the last few years. I mean, Lee said, and this is part of the discussion, we're ongoing discussion about our relationship, is that she says the last 10 years, I'm constantly changed. She's just like got numb to the fact that I constantly change. But what I tried to explain to last night, and using the, the, the my awareness techniques, because my therapist has helped me understand the feelings that are inside me, you know, often I'll get super frustrated when Lisa says that and stuff, and I wouldn't know how to sort of vocalize my frustration, so I would sort of probably shout out in anger or scream or, or just be, because I just wouldn't know how to deal with these emotions that were inside me that I was actually keeping inside me. Last night we had a real big discussion about it, and I actually said, like, I need to speak to you about these things, and... I mean, I'm live changing in terms of, as I said, in terms of awareness about how my behaviours and my actions have an impact on others rather than being purely selfish, which is what I've been for the last 10 years since the kids were born. And now I'm kind of reintegrating into family life. I'm reintegrating into, into kind of like a, a state that is, is actually super fulfilling. I mean, I talked when Gracie was here about the times when in the last few weeks, because of the changes I've made, my relationship with my son has completely transformed. My relationship with my wife is transforming. My relationship with Gracie stays a fairly constant because we've always had a very jovial relationship anyway. But I've only started to understand that actions have consequences. And if you're unaware of, of negative actions, which is what I've been unaware of, I've chosen not to listen to or chosen to believe. Um, wow. I just, I, it's actually just mind-blowing. And I, and, and, to me, this is super profound, and you can probably hear it in the voice that I'm trying to not be as crazy right now. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love it nothing more than being super wide, and I've had a fair amount of breakthrough now, but that was kind of super mind-blowing that Louis came down then. That's, that's a major moment in, in my life. Um, that's powerful, and um, I can just see that I'm having, like, my change in my behavior has had a, a, an ele a an ele not just an element, a big effect on Louis's behavior and Louis's behavior has a massive effect on Lisa's of Lisa's well-being and and anxiety levels and all these things come together to kind of create a better environment for all of us to support one another through this and to enjoy and to love one another and to feel that intimate connection which is absolutely wonderful 
crikey, that is the drug. You know, there's drugs you can take, and you know we've all taken it a lot. Uh, not, I don't mean the family, by the way. We don't. We're not like we don't go on the massive benders together. But I just mean like the drug of, of intimacy is is something I'm really looking forward to exploring more and more. Wow. Anyway, I hope there's something in there. Some of you may well have switched off earlier, but actually. That, doesn't, that was no point in me saying what I just said then because if you had switched off earlier, you wouldn't have got to the point where I'm basically trying to tell you that it's okay that you switched off earlier because you never would have got to this bit. So actually, I'm, I shouldn't waste my time talking about the people who have switched off because they've switched off. And I should, in fact, thank those, if any, who have stayed on and listened to that and maybe perhaps got some interest in what I take out of what that is. And it's, it, for me, it helps me to hear straight from Louie and Gracie because Lisa reaffirmed it last night. Mobile phone distraction is a major, major issue as far as I'm concerned in my life. It's been such a it's been such a barrier to my ability to feel connected to people that I genuinely love. And I could have quite I well, perhaps I've got to an age where I start to change and I start to grow up. And that's actually part of this big change I've made this year. But perhaps but maybe other people never actually realise that until it's too late. And the thought of being closer to to my deathbed and not realizing that that I had basically wasted my entire life not truly connecting with the people that were right in front of me is a perhaps particularly uh, well exciting thought. I say exciting because I haven't done that. I've woken up now. I've got many many more years ahead of me. I've got at least a lifetime that I've already had again, hopefully ahead of me, and a very enriched version. And actually, you know, this effect, this this warming feeling, this happiness at uh, 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 at home is feeding into my happiness at work. I'm super happy about work in a way that I haven't felt for maybe four or five years, really. I mean, I talked about two years on my Instagram, but I think it's four or five years. Uh, but what I'm extremely excited about is next year I'm so excited about us two, but not in that I'm going to spend 24 hours a day there. It's that I'm excited that I'm going to spend a few days a week, three days a week, very, very focused. But I'm also going to be extremely focused on supporting my wife, Lise, who's focusing an awful lot of her attention, you know, because obviously I have to, I do want to, and I have to focus on us too, on our, you know, some of the the business of family life, i.e. finding schools for, for Louis now that he's dyslexic, finding the right school for Gracie, thinking about where we might move, because we probably are likely going to have to move in order to, to make sure that our family, our two kids, have the best chance of being in the right type of school for them based on their different academic abilities. And it's like, wow, these are actually real things it's not just things that i would have just expected others to deal with that's something that lisa needs my support doesn't need me to actually lead it but just needs me to be there just like i am for people at work it's no real difference in many ways like exceptional leaders at work that i support they, i don't exceptional leaders at home lease who also happens to be and it's ridiculous just to refer to as a leader she's the love of my life and someone that i haven't properly let in and the most exciting thing is that and it did come out last night we had the longest conversation about app just me and her we kept it just on me and her is that i am totally in love with the lease that i know but i know that actually the true lease is actually hidden behind a wall that she's put up to defend herself against being let down by me and if over time, and like she said, it's not like a change for a week, and it's, this is like a constant new. This is not. A, this is work that I have to put in every single day for the rest of my life, and that is what will allow um, the defence to come down, and that's just going to enrich our family life even more. So I'm super excited about it. the investment I'm going to put in. Means that we get back more to, as a as a unit. Wow, that's so exciting! I feel how sombre myself feels. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to me. Thanks for that was Louis. You actually heard Louis. I feel. 
I'm starting to believe that there's a chance I can actually get Lisa on this now because Louis now come on it and I think I'll be able to talk to Lisa now and help her under well and just sort of help to reassure her that her coming on here is actually something that I think could be really really powerful for both of us because it's such an important part of my life and and she's such an important part of my life as well oh my gosh wow right thank you I'm gonna go and have some porridge see you later alligators wow that was um that's been a good morning